Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. Man, I've been excited for this interview for a few weeks now, and I'm so excited the day has come. So you can all meet Elsa Bonilla. How are you, Elsa? Very happy to be here with you. What an honor. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, I'm so happy that you're joining us. So she's joining us from Costa Rica. So I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about who Elsa is. She's an amazing human being. As most of you know, and some of my listeners have donated toward ukuleles for the ukulele project. So thank you so much. Um, Elsa helped put that together with me. And I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to come down and to be a part of what you're doing. Um, and we ended up going to the Escuela Artola. And I'm so happy that she's here today. She's We're going to talk about traveling and uh, volunteering abroad and how it's going to change your life. This is one of my favorite topics. So let me tell you about Elsa. <laughs> so Elsa, since 1995, she has worked in several tourism projects in Costa Rica and Mexico in sales and marketing. In 2003, she began working in the community relations program of Peninsula Papagayo, Creciendo Juntos. And I think that means growing together. My translation. Exactly. Yes. In 2007, she became the manager of community relations of the project and oversaw the planning and development of different projects in benefit of 19 communities and 21 schools. So Elsa Bonilla is the director of Growing Together, the social program of Peninsula Papagayo in Guanacaste, Costa Rica, which if you guys haven't been there, you have to go. The people are so beautiful. They're so genuine. They're so inviting and welcoming. So your next trip needs to be Costa Rica and you can get meet Elsa in person. <laughs> yes, and we are waiting there for everybody to come. I know you guys are amazing. What I will never forget the experience that I had there. So Elsa... I don't know. There's a lot to talk about here tonight. <laughs> so I know that you help organize so many of these things and you're such an integral part of these moving parts back and forth. And, and you work with so many communities. You know, I know that you help 6,000 students and you've helped approximately 25,000 people just in Guanacaste in Costa Rica. 
How does that feel to be such a great community leader? It's amazing. I think that um, I've been working and growing together for 19 years now. Creciendo Juntos, Growing Together has 21. So 19, I have been part of it and it's a completely joy every day of my life. You know, this is a kind of work that every day is, for me, it's a bless, it's a joy. So it's amazing. We work with, uh, as you said, 19 communities that surround Peninsula Papagayo. And in these 19 communities are 21 schools that we support uh, in education. We teach the teacher. We have some uh, also things for the kids and for parents. And we have a training center for technical education. And almost 7,000 people have already uh, but a degree in some technical careers. We have two clinics that we take care in preventive healthcare and psychologists on, for minors. And also our program of volunteering that was gave us the opportunity to meet you there. Since 2008, we began this program uh, with four season guests. Mm. Then uh, we, opening Peninsula, the Hyatt and Das. So we, we start also with their guests, the homeowners at Peninsula. And also if somebody outside of Peninsula uh, contact us, we support them and guide them to connect with one of the schools for volunteering because it's a very, very important part of the trip when you volunteer. Yes, yes. That's the message I'm trying to get across. If you're going on vacation, you know, and you, if you want to stay in the, in the resorts, that's okay. You know, it's fine, but don't forget to connect with the people, with the locals. That's what's going to make your trip amazing and special and change your life in a way that you never realized. And it does that for me every time and for my family. And so do you find people come to you and say, oh my goodness, I was on holiday and I came to volunteer with you and it's the best part, right, of their trip? Yes, yes, and it happens a lot. Uh, we have different programs. We have one that is family to family where people can visit a family and share with them a day or so. Uh, the most that we have is the school visit. So people could go to the school and support in, you know, in hands-on projects like painting or gardening or repair things in the school or so. Uh, and also, uh, like you, if they, as I always said, if you'd like to do something at home uh, with your kids or as a family, bring that to us, to our schools and share with the kids, maybe music, art and craft, what science, you know, our kids sometimes doesn't have the opportunity to have that kind of activities. Mm. Uh, once we have a girl that she came from New York and she was a 12 year old great dancer and she shared that with our kids and oh my God, mm. it, 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 it brings you to tears because, you know, sometimes are, oh, the ukuleles. I, I, for sure, maybe one, two kids play an ukulele before uh, until you came and shared that with them. So it's something that is not what we want to do is 
what the volunteer want to share with our kids. And that makes a, a memory not just for you, but also for the kids. And and that, you know, that um, mix of, of exchange of culture also is very important for our kids in Guanacaste. Um, we receive more of the tourism from USA. So start, you know, that relationship between our students and the people from the United States is also important for them because it, it, it's, it's very special. I think that volunteers and a lot of people then write to us and they say, that was the best part of the trip, for sure. <laughs> and, and I'm sure of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. And as a Canadian too, like I'm trying to spread the word here too, as much as in the U.S., because honestly, I see a lot of love and I see a lot of family tightness and in these communities that sometimes we don't have here. We take it for granted. Here it's all technology and all of these things and they take away from that personal you know, connection. And when you go to some of these countries, it's... I don't know how to explain it. It's the number one thing that helps me every day look forward to my life because it helps me more than I can even help them. And I want people to know that, you know, what it, it's not only, I think you're right, like it gives opportunity, but it also gives a new perspective. Maybe they think in a different way. They see what else is possible. Most of these kids haven't been outside of their of their town, so they maybe don't know. And so to bring them a new skill or share, you know, I just want them to feel like we don't forget about them just because mm -hmm. we're on the other side of the world. And mm -hmm. I think it's so important when a child doesn't feel alone and they feel like other people remember them. It can change their life forever, whether it's music or art or teaching them a computer skill or whatever it is. And everybody can do it. You know, the world would be such a beautiful place if we all shared with one another. What can you tell us a little bit about what the economical state is in in Costa Rica? What are things like day to day for these families that go to these schools? Um, in Guanacaste, mostly it's about tourism. Uh, it's number one income for families. It used to be uh, agriculture and cattle years ago, but now it's tourism. And when I said tourism, it's all because uh, when you have hotels, then you have the airport, then you have the rent a car, the tour operators, the banks, the supermarkets, everything. You know, it's a complete new way of living. So Usually people work in, from all these communities around the peninsula works in tourism, are related somehow with tourism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't know, I just, those kids and their smiles and how much mm -hmm. they welcome, they're just so beautiful and they're so innocent. And, you know, one of the things that I found so special and so beautiful was when I was there, for example, the kids were just so supportive of each other. You know, sometimes you see one learning something and want to show off in front of the other one, you know, they're kids, but that's not what happened. You know, one child was learning maybe a little bit easier than the other one. So they were helping and they were smiling and everybody was excited. And I think it's such a great reminder of humanity 
you know, and sometimes we forget that in, in countries like where I live, we sometimes mm-hmm. forget to have that connection with people, you know, and it, it's, I don't know, it's just so, so amazing. So what are some of the the experiences you've had where somebody has come and changed the life of somebody? <laughs> we have a lot, we've been, you know, we began with this in 2018, now it's 14 years doing volunteering in the area. And I think we have uh, seen a lot of beautiful things, you know, always volunteering made me cry because it, it's Ew, I'm a like- lot of, uh, yeah, it's a lot of blessing for, for families and for schools. Uh, in some surgeries that people have support to somebody in the community in need. Uh, to houses, people have uh, buying some here and there some houses to special families in very, very special situation in need. Um, you know, sometimes I, I think in, in when it's, for example, like a family to family volunteering, Mm. Uh, that is something that we don't usually do a lot or before 2008 we we are very focused on education mm-hmm. but it's sometimes there are families that are really in a struggle you know we have most of the families in low income situation but sometimes there are some of them that are really struggling mm-hmm. and the principal are the ones that also always told us if you have a family to volunteer uh, from abroad and we have a family in a very special situation so we have that family in the lease it's not something we have two 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 areas for for reference the principals or in our clinic Mm. so uh, i think that these volunteers sometimes remember you that there is a light always you know that that can bless you, even that you are going in through something not nice or whatever, it comes this this opportunity that could be just once, but brings you hope, brings you light. Mm -hmm. And we have families that already been helping another family, for example, from five, 10, eight years now that they just send at least four, groceries to support the family a little bit or maybe Christmas and special days that they really connect and make the bonding for life you know and that is beautiful and in the schools if you had visited our schools 10 12 years ago they are completely different and they are completely different thanks to the volunteering because in Creciendo Juntos we really focus on education but education of the people of the human not bringing things yes but with the volunteering they make the balance you know we do a part and volunteering they do another part in materials in supplies in uh, better buildings painting and have because you know i think the kids deserve beautiful places and yes. and beautiful schools if, if they don't have it at home at least they have it at the school and that make you another reference for life Uh, because you want a place nice 
And, you know, it, so I, that is the balance that with volunteering also we found, for example, for the schools. And with the clinics, also the clinics born uh, after a volunteering. Uh, so it, it, it means a complete change in our area or the areas that the communities that we serve. In this moment, I can tell you that after 40 years, it's been spread through voluntary and donations, four million and a half dollars, US dollars wow. for the communities, because we have a, like a record, you know, we have yes. everything. <laughs> and, and, and that is amazing, you know, four million dollars for communities like the ones that we have is a complete beautiful bless for for all our people. Yeah. And if people don't have money, they can volunteer in time and skills and education. For sure. You know, because sometimes it not having a lot of money stops people. It stops them from doing this, from yeah. helping. You know, if somebody cannot even buy a ticket to come and visit you in Costa Rica, for example, do you allow them to maybe volunteer, like teaching English, like over the computer, maybe? Or is there anything they can do if they can't get to Costa Rica? How can they help? Yeah, we, we don't have yet any volunteering like the one that you mentioned, mm -hmm. because we just finished last year, this year, with some of the connectivity in our schools. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is a project that we have run in the last three years. Hmm. Bring it because in all the schools you have internet, but it's like for administration purposes, not yeah. for teaching. And now we already built all the connectivity infrastructure in 16, in 16 of the 21 um, schools. Each, each classroom, they already have a the screen over there and the teacher can connect the computer but that is a project that well somebody support this project uh, to us and it's been finishing i don't know we're still out of five schools but 16 are already connected and the program name is connected schools so we never try anything like that you said <laughs> but yeah i think that um we already have some volunteers that they teach English for Beautiful. One, week, uh, one month uh, and they support schools like that, as you said. We always try, you know, our schools, they have a lot of needs. Our, our Ministry of Public Education, it's free completely. All the kids go to school free. But the budgets are very, very restricted for supplies and infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So we always try the volunteering. At least they can donate supplies to the school. You yes. Know? Something, something. Because the need is huge. If yes. you ask them, what do you need? Always is like white paper. <laughs> yes. The yeah. Basic, basics like that. White paper, pencils whiteboard markers and so we always try that people really support the schools with something volunteering the time is phenomenal but also we try to push always a little bit more because the need are is huge do you allow people to donate online because sometimes people cannot volunteer in person yeah we don't have it for for canada 
the state. Tax exemption. Yeah, but in the U.S., people can donate through a partner, uh, Costa Rica. Uh, Friends of Costa Rica is the name of this organization. And if they donate in USA, they receive the tax exemption. But if not, uh, yeah, we have a way to donate online, but we cannot give the yep, tax exemption okay. receipt. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, oh, we have amazing. it. That's amazing. And, you know, it's it's sometimes easier for people to believe, okay, I know that if I'm helping, the need is there and I'm doing a good thing. But people don't realize how it feels for them too. Like, of course, anything that we do will help. And I know that you guys are so grateful and you're working so dedicated in your life, you know, to making this all happen. And I'm sure many hours. So, you know, respect to you for doing that. But I want to make the connection, it's important for me, that people realize you don't have to have a lot of money, you don't have to belong to a big organization, you don't have to take a year to plan these things. It can be something simple, and it will make you feel so good inside, like for the person who is giving too. Um, we always assume, you know, it only helps the people we're giving. And that's not true. I can tell you no. from personal, like it creates meaning and, you know, you leave a, such a beautiful legacy and you teach your children. If we can teach people about giving, then more people will do it. More people will see the benefits on both sides, you know, and I think yeah, yeah. Really and that, that is completely, um, we, as, as mentioned before, we have, um, volunteers that they wrote uh, uh, after going home and, and said it is amazing what happened. It, it was amazing the experience we have. It was amazing. I mean, you know, because it really impacts the family or the group or because we can work with one people to 130 like in October that we have <laughs> a group of 130 for three days working and supporting two schools, but could be one person. Mm. Doesn't matter. It always have an amazing impact, mm. as you said. And, and that is something that a lot of people mention is the smile in the kids. And they said, seeing, you know, seeing this reality that they have like maybe only one ball in the school and only one rope, a two joint rope, and but they are happy. And they are just always smiling. And, and you know, when we do with the families, the volunteering is because also they usually want to show their kids how fortunate they are to have all that you have mm -hmm. in North America. <laughs> and that yeah. doesn't compare sometimes with what we have here. And, you know, it's like a lesson of life, yeah. what they want to give for the kids. But finally, it's a lesson for the whole family. It's one of the best ways that I feel I can be a parent. Because like we went to Guatemala just before COVID. And it was the first time my family and I had gone to visit, you know, a place with that economic situation. And my son came back and he was so grateful for all the things he took advantage of before. You know, and I remember one of the ladies from there saying to me, 
we don't want people from the States and Canada and Australia and England, all of these wealthy places to come and feel guilty that they live somewhere else. We don't want that. We want people to come and show us skills, teach us ways to do things easier. So we're not breaking our backs. We're not using all of our bodies. We're not breaking our backs, trying to do the same thing in a much harder way. So sometimes it's just our ideas and new skills that we can bring that maybe are, haven't reached Costa Rica yet. Not for any reason, then it just hasn't happened. And sometimes, you know, even if we can't bring the materials, but to go and use the manpower and the women power to build the houses, to do the work, maybe we can show the builders a different, better, easier way, you know? And that's important too, to teach skills to each other. And what we learned from, from you is, is amazing. So we're giving and taking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, that, is, that is what we always said to the family, as, as I mentioned, is what you want to share, what you want to do, what are your, your skills? I, don't, I really don't want us growing together telling you what to do in your day of volunteering. Yes. It's what you want to share. The, the the ukulele activity was unforgettable for our kids, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and, and that was nice for you, nice for your family. You feel comfortable. You share your skills, your knowledge, and our kids were so happy. So it's, it's not about what we want or what we like. It's what you like and what you want. One, once... Uh, uh, there was a family that that, that their kids like they like a lot science. Yes. And so I said, and she, the mom asked me, and what we have to do? And I said, I don't know. What do you want to do? What do you like to do at home as a family? Yes. Uh, what do you enjoy as a family that you can share? And she said, science. And I said, I say, okay, great. What do you want to do here with the kids? It's a group of 25 kids and you can come and share some science experiment or whatever. So she came out with uh, the, la the layers of the earth. Yes. But they do it with chocolate, with marshmallows. With nice. You can't imagine our kids with that layers of the earth. That group never going to forget the layers of the earth in their life. It's a fun, that is, fun, of course, and that is and that for so many reasons never happened in our, you know, in our lessons in in our public schools. Not always they don't have not the budget to buy the things, not the time to do something like that, and. Sometimes not the creativity to do something like that. And and it was easy for everybody at the family and a joy for the kids. And, you know, it's easy like that. And when, when yeah. you... and when you make learning fun, they're going to remember. They're going to remember yeah. the layers easier than just somebody telling them, you know. Yeah. We have an, another now uh, uh, we, we began in COVID with this project is a home gardens project in in in, in the communities around Peninsula. Uh, people that have land to to grow 
grow vegetables, they can do it. And we, it was it's an alliance with the Ministry of Agriculture in Costa Rica. And we have a hundred families uh, producing 15 vegetables. That's great. And now we have a, a volunteer that where families can go one morning, one afternoon, on a complete day to these home gardens and they support the families doing what they have to do daily because the agriculture is a daily work, eight mm -hmm. hours a day at least. And that is also another opportunity to to help. You know, it. there is a lot of ways to help always. And, and as you said, sometimes it's about knowledge. Sometimes we have groups that they said, no, we want to get sweat. Yes. And we want to do hands-on project because we have, okay, perfect. We have that too. But uh, we always give different options. And it's the people that the one that choose what to do. You know, sometimes I think that people get like nervous of volunteering because of two things. Because they don't know, they don't know what they're going to find. And maybe they are scared of what they are going to see or, you know, that maybe yeah. could be like a little bit shocking. And other time, because they are scared of what they have to do and if going to be a lot of work or so, neither. Any, any of those. Yes. Because for example, in the, fami in the family to family project, what we always try to do is take a picture of the family that the family is going to visit and always a picture of the home or the place they live. You so know, just to prepare that's good. them to the to the idea of what they are going to see and the family that they are going to know. We always told them their needs, their special situation and everything. Mm -hmm. So and then the schools are, you know, as the ones as you saw, they are now very beautiful, all well-paid, very nice, mm. and with beautiful gardens, because after 14 years doing volunteering, <laughs> almost all our, the schools that we support are pretty nice oh, in this moment. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important because, you know, I think you're, you're right. Like the fear, it just debilitates and puts a stop to things you know i think people need to turn the fear more into excitement and change the way that they think and if they have questions they should connect with somebody like you to answer all of those questions before they go because sometimes this could be the very first place that they visit that is so different from home and the more they learn about it before the less shocking, as you put it, it will be to them. Because the last thing you really want to do is you want to respect everybody. And the last thing you want to do is not have an idea of what it's like when you get there. Because then when you get there you, and you meet the family, you don't want to look shocked. You want to look like inviting and loving and respectful of the culture of where they live. <laughs> and sometimes that's we don't do that on purpose, but it can still be noticeable. So I think it's very important to learn about what, you know, what the experience is going to be like, talk to other volunteers, you know, call you mm -hmm. and call your company and, and, and ask those questions. It's okay. No question is too dumb. You know, it's, exactly. it's a great way. Yeah. Elsa, I really appreciate everything that you guys are doing. This is incredible. 
Um, part of me just wants to come back and stay for like six months. I wish I could, you know, <laughs> and just help with everything and, and bring people with me. And it's just so amazing. If you think of all the hotels that are around Guanacaste and even in one resort, the number of people week in, week out, week in, week out that, you know, like me, I was eating beautifully, sleeping in an amazing bed. The beach is there. Everything is there. The number of people I could count in, in just a month, even in one hotel, if 10% of those people, even 10% every week <laughs> rotating, you know, take a day, get in contact with your organization, spend a few hours, you know, and it's, when you come back, you that's what you're going to be speaking about. That's what you're going to be mm -hmm. having dinner with your friends and say, oh, my God, yes, the hotel is <laughs> great, but oh, my God, I spoke to this little kid and this is what. And don't worry about the language barrier. You know, I had somebody who was translating for me the whole time. You guys provided that. It was amazing. And just to get off of the resort, if even 10, even if 5% of those people that are in the hotel enjoying their vacation, were to try, just try something different. The change that could happen, because I see, you know, like I was in the resort and I was like, oh, when did you come? Or when did you leave? You know, people were coming and going every day for a week. It was changing like crazy. And it was nice that they were enjoying the beach and it was nice that they were with their families. And I kept thinking, Give me a microphone. Like, I want to talk <laughs> at this hotel and I want to say, hey, guys, who wants to come with me? Let's do something. Let's get this going and, you know, connect with these people. You're here for a week. You're here for two weeks. Take four hours and just get involved, you know. And I would love for that to be our message today. Reach out. Have fun. It's going to be amazing. Everybody wins. Everybody. And, you know. And honestly, not everybody can afford to, to fly. It is expensive. I understand that. Send a donation. You know, um, it doesn't cost a lot to send a donation for white paper and markers and pens. Everything counts. Because sometimes, you know, we give to these big, big organizations and we don't know where the money is going. And then there's organizations like yours where you know and you can see the progress. <laughs> so I invite... All my listeners, you know, Christmas is around the corner. Send $20, send, you know, whatever you can. Make make a plan for next year's vacation, you know, to maybe get away from all of the regular places people go. Check out Costa Rica. It's, oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. The scenery, the people, everything. For the last 11 years, we have given books to 1,300 kids. Wow. Before 2011, our school kids never had before books. Mm. It's just, you know, like copy from the whiteboard or the blackboard and that's it. Or copies that the teacher gave to the kids, but no books. Mm. I'm talking 2011. Wow. So uh, in 2011, it began... Um, a project that the name is Books for All, where the four books like science, math, social studies, and, and Spanish is for, in that moment, was like $11. Mm -hmm. 
for the four books. Wow. So that's we said, cute. okay. Yeah. We said wow. in, in 2010, we said, okay, for 2011, we're going to do this. So we make a fundraising and we did it. Mm. And in 2011, we didn't stop yet. Thank God. Well, just last year because the schools were closed. Mm. But um, this this year, well, the books now are $20 per kit, but $20 per, per four. kit. Yes. For four books. So our our goal this year is $26,000 for 1,300 kids. Um, so those are your twenty dollars that you mentioned. Yes. Twenty dollars you give books for one kid for the whole year. So yeah, there is some a lot of ways. Sometimes you 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 know we said to the people, if you don't want to volunteer, it's okay. If you want to bring a backpack full of school supplies, for sure we will have a kid of those six thousand kids in the schools and high schools that we support that will need. Mm. A backpack with supplies. So always there is ways to help. And everything helps. Everything. Nothing is too small. Nothing. Sometimes we don't want to give because we, oh, we cannot give a lot. But it's it's like 10 times, you know. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, Christmas is around the corner. What's $20? You know, sometimes we spend on our family and Guys, I know there's hundreds, hundreds of you guys who listen to the show. And if 10% of you donated $20, it, you know, it would be amazing. So do it for Elsa, do it for the kids, do it, <laughs> do it for our community, you know. And yeah, so we're in Canada. Like I said, a lot of my listeners are worldwide, but I'm going to put the link because if people want to donate from Canada, they can still do it. They just won't get a receipt. And that's okay for $20. Exactly. Um, yes. You know, if you can give more, you can give more. But it's so fantastic. And I, I plan to come down again. There's so many things I have planned. But we'll see where life takes us, you know. Elsa, is there anything we didn't talk about today that you wanted to mention before we go? No, I think we, we covered all about volunteering. And, and really, for me, it was... It is a very special way to help. Uh, we are like a, we are like another tour for the people to come to Guanacaste, but a very special tour, a very social tour that really, really make memories longer than a regular tour. This is about the people. This is about the heart. This is about giving, and really you take back a lot of joy with you. And I think uh, if people doesn't volunteer yet, they have to do it in the next vacation, wherever they go, they have to try the opportunity of give back abroad because it's amazing what they are going to find. Mm. And, and and as I said, it's always, it's always in from, since 2008, I never heard that it was like a failure decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that the best decision of the trip. Oh. So uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. I love to talk to you. We wait you for next year or years to come for another <laughs> visit. 
And maybe you can so. make a video to show everybody the experience and everything in the area. And we will be very happy to have you again. Oh, thank you so much. And for people who are listening, who are like, hey, I love this idea of going on vacation and, and doing this, you know, take it one step further, create your own project, like, mm -hmm. you know, create something that you can be the leader of that you can reach more people, make it even bigger. You know, if, if you love what it is that you choose to do, you will do it over and over again. If you volunteer with something that you don't really like to do, then you're never going to want to do it again. So pick something that means something to you. Um, get excited about it. You know, it's, it's easy. It's easy to do. And it helps so many people. You know, my goal is to help equalize the different countries in the world. We have so much and it's not fair that it's not shared equally. And I really believe that. And I think just remembering what we have and being grateful for everything in the world is so important. And what better way to show that and, and teach your children? There's so many things that children learn in school. They don't always learn gratitude and good mental health. And I think this is the number one way to do that, to teach your children values and, and just making good decisions. And when you teach that to your children, your children teach it to their children and there is hope in the world. So thank you, Elsa, for exactly. your dedication and all of your years <laughs> of helping. I can see that it really, really makes you happy. Thanks for, I know you're a busy lady, so I'm so happy you came to talk to us today. No, I'm so happy and it really makes me happy. I think uh, working in in the social area, it's it's a journey of just blessings in everything that we do in Creciendo Juntos. And so, yeah, I'm always happy. I'm always happy and when I, I see all these opportunities that we have to share with people like you and to share with other people what we do is really great because that is the way to change the life of a lot of people uh, here and there. So thank you so much. It's, it's really a joy for me to be here. Oh, thank you. And I'm going to keep sharing this message every episode of every podcast that I do and every Christmas party that I go to, you know, this is going to be the topic of conversation because <laughs> it's it's all I talk about all the time. And I just think it's important because the more awareness, the more people will gravitate to the idea. Sometimes we want to, and we just don't think about it. We're busy with our lives and we don't, it's not something we think about all the time. So it's important the more we have these conversations, right? Remind people of the opportunity. Yeah. And as, as you said, even if 1% of the people that visit the hotels, even 1%, yes. it will be amazing impact to, you know, to the underserved uh, people uh, and the community. So, yeah, as much as we can spread the word and telling the people that of give back and receive back, Yes. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Elsa. I hope to Thank speak you. again soon. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting me. And anytime you want, I'm here around. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. 
See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.